Okay, let us continue, Be'ezer Hashem. We're now discussing <clears throat> some very interesting ideas from the Chavos in his attempt to at least answer in, in some measure, as he says. Even though this question of why a tzaddik should suffer, why should he have a difficult life, why should a Russia have an easy life, he says, really, it's beyond us. As he ends with the Pesach, we know that Hashem, who is as firm, and we can have as tremendous confidence as a rock, all of His ways are perfect, and all of His actions, everything that He does is exacting. It's perfectly managed, calculated, there's never a mishap. It's not like, oh, that one had a little bit too much, that one a little bit too little. It's perfect. It's exact. It's tummim. It's whole. It's wholesome. We just can't see everything. We're not privy to know every cheshben of Hashem. But Vim says, but even so, still I've seen fit to explain at least to give an explanation, somewhat satisfactory. We're never going to know for sure, but at least somewhat satisfactory, some ideas that he's going to hear, present, that at least, oh, you know what, maybe that's the reason, maybe that's the reason. Oh, it's not such a big question anymore. That the reasons of why it could be held back from a tzaddik, the ability to get a livelihood, Easily, until he puts in a lot of effort, and we see he's so tested by it. Why should he be tested? He's a good person. He doesn't have to be tested. That's what Chavaz said before. Efshir number one It could be this was from a previous sin. His and he's obligated to pay up for it. In other words, even though you have a great tzaddik, and we see him as a tzaddik, you know, when he's maybe 40, 50, 70, 80, and we see him in those decades, oh, he's such a tzaddik, he's such a righteous person. We don't know this person when he was 15 years old, when he was 18 years old, when he was 25 years old, and it's very possible that this great tzaddik, who indeed is a great tzaddik, because he's worked on himself for years and years, decades and decades, to be the great tzaddik that he is. But we don't know what happened in his youth, and it could very well be that he committed a sin, or more than one sin, and he never did tshuva on it. Why not? Could be even he was not aware of this sin that he did. And therefore, even though now it's years later, and he makes a cheshben on Efesh, he takes a calculation, sees, does he have to do a tshuva on anything, and he does an exact tshuva, but it could be there are things even that he doesn't know. And imagine this great tzaddik that is making sure that everything that he ever did wrong is doing tshuva in this world, because he doesn't want to lose any of that ultimate reward in the real world, in the next world. But there's something that he has no idea about. This is an Aveira that he did, it could be he did once a sin in the many years that before he was this great tzaddik. Maybe he did a sin. 
and it's chayiv liparam imenolov. And if this person would know about it, you think he would want to wait until he gets to the olam haba, and you're gonna tell him, "Wow, we have the red carpet waiting for you. We have the malachim mamish lining up to greet you." Except, you know, there's a couple of averis that you did. You never did shuva for. So we need to send you to a different place before you allow, we allow you in. And he says, what? Javeri said, didn't do tshuva for what, what? Yeah, maybe you weren't aware of it. Maybe you forgot about it. And if you would ask this tzaddik, Oy, is there something else you would have wanted in exchange? He says, I wish you would have punished me down in that world. And that's exactly for real tzaddikim. Hashem knows they would rather get the punishment for the Averis. That again, that they didn't do tshuva for, because if they did tshuva for the Averid, well, they don't deserve any punishment. But it could be there was an Averid that they did. Perhaps they didn't do tshuva, maybe they didn't do the proper tshuva that Hashem wanted for them, and therefore, and therefore they have to get retribution. They have to be paid back. And listen to the Pusik he brings in Mishle, as the Pusik says, Hain Tzadik Ba'oretz Yeshulam. That indeed a Tzadik. Where does Hashem, Hashem see fit to pay him back? In this world. Why? Because really if you would ask the tzaddik, would you rather get paid in this world and have suffering in this world? Or would you rather wait for the world of eternity? And he would tell you, hands down, give it to me over here. As a matter of fact, the Chofetz Chaim writes extensively about this in uh, in one of his Svarim, it's peace of Yeshua. We don't have the time to, to go through his whole piece over there. But he, so he talks about the, the Ava that a person should have for Yisurin. Brings from the Vilna Gain. If a person wouldn't have Yisurin in this world, if he wouldn't made, be, be made to suffer in this world, there's no way he would have been able to, to get anywhere in the next world. So really Yisurin are very good for a person. We are, it's just hard for us to see it. Of course, if we would know exactly, if we would see on the screen for every ounce of suffering we have in this world, the tremendous gift that we're going to be and get in the next world, of course, we would take it much easier. But we don't see it. It's part of the Nisayan, part of the challenge. But for a tzaddik, hein tzaddik ba'aretz yeshulam. Where does Hashem pay back in this world? Mashkiach mentioned a, a Rashi, a beautiful Rashi, which mentions this Pasek. It's Rashi of Parshish Noyach. In Parshish Noyach, after the many, many days, 150 days of rain, many months in the Teva, finally, Noyach and his family are able to emerge from the Teva. And it says, Vayishor Ach Noyach. Simply it means that only Noyach was left, meaning Noyach and his family was left. But Rashi comments on that it means, Vayishor Ach Noyach, that means even Noyach was missing a little bit. And Rashi says he was limping when he came out of the Teva. Why was he limping? So we know the story they tell us in, in kindergarten already. Because he one day came late to the lion to feed him his lunch. And the lion gave him a whack with his paw. And he injured Noyach. So Rashi says over there on that Pasek. One time he came late to feed the lion. And he smacked him. In other words, Noyach. Noyach was an ish tzaddik tamim He was such a perfect tzaddik. Hashem says, I want to save all of your schar for the next world. But you did some av- avain over here. You did not aver over here. What exactly is that sin 
to come late to the lion's den, whether it was exactly that or something else that Hashem was punishing for. They say of a Vardova for one that tells the Rishishivas, no, so he came a little late. So they said, yeah, but that's the last lion in the world, Noyach. Don't come late to feed the last lion in the world. But the, whatever the pshat is, that Noyach, no, he came late, he needed to be punished. But what is the Pasuk Rashi brings? This Pasuk. And as Noyach did an Avera, and therefore he would rather be paid back in this world. Hey, Tzadik, Ba'oretz Yeshula. So this is reason number one. Reason number one here, the Chavisavab is saying it's very possible that you have a Tzadik, and indeed maybe he's completely righteous. So why is he being made to suffer? Why does he have difficulties? The answer is because he did an Avera which he never was able to do tshuva for. And because of that he has to be punished. And Hashem in His great kindness punishes him in this world instead of waiting for the ultimate world. That's reason number one. We go on to reason number two. V'yesh. It could be as well she'yiyeh. It could be possible al derech this is a very interesting concept, an idea that we need to fully understand and grasp to the best of our abilities. The yeshiyah, in other words, it could be that even though you have a person who is indeed a tzaddik, why does Hashem make him suffer? Why is it that he has so many difficulties in this world? Here, not because he has any previous sin, not like the reason before. He's perfect. Any sin he might have done, he did tshuva for it. So what's wrong? He has a perfect slate. What's the problem? Says, It will be an exchange. It's done only for an exchange for Like the Pesach says, That Hashem really ultimately wants for the whole purpose of why Hashem makes us do any mitzvahs in this world. Why does he put us up to any challenge, any ability and privilege to do mitzvahs in this world? For one reason. To do good for you in the future world. That's the whole point, really, of being in this world in the first place. This world, only here for a short time. It's just a hallway to get to the big palace. So in this hallway, Hashem gives us opportunity to do mitzvahs. To do maizim tevim, to do tshuva when we do something wrong, in order to then earn our due reward in olam just to give you good in the in the next world. And sometimes a tzaddik has done as much as he can. He's done full capacity of what he can do. Hashem says, for such a person, he's so good. I really would like to give him even more schar in the next world. The problem is, that's it, he's maxed out. He's done his misf of, of davening and tefillin and learning to the maximum. He can't do anymore. That's it. A person is a certain cap of how much a person, one human being can do. But Hashem says, I want to give him even more than that. How can I give him more? Hashem says, if I give him Yisurin in this world, if I give this tzaddik suffering in this world, then in exchange for the suffering in this world, he gets more schar and amabah. Now, we have to understand that. Why? What is this? Well, just because a person has a miserable part of his life, he has some time during his life where he's miserable, where he's suffering, where he's sick, where he's financial problems, just because of that, all right, give more what is it, a consolation prize? 
How do we understand that? So first of all, the idea that I'm telling you is really from a Rashi. Rashi, says when a person finds that he has difficulties in life, the Gemara tells us, he should look into his ways and see, you know, maybe I'm not a perfect person. Maybe I'm doing something wrong and Hashem is uh, alerting me. Hashem is waking me up. You know, maybe you're not so perfect. If we could connect the dots, maybe in this area that I'm suffering, it's, it's an area that maybe I'm not doing, doing so well. Certainly a person of Shuba. But even if a person goes through all of his actions and he finds there's nothing I'm doing wrong, so then he knows it's Yisurim Shalava. Says Rashi, what's Yisurim Shalava? Says Rashi and Baruch is Tavhei. Yisurim Shalava, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Meyasrei Baylamazeh, Beli Shum It could be that Hashem makes him suffer without any sin. Kedei Lahar Baylamazeh, Baylamazeh, Yoysem Echedei Zechu Yoysev. More than even his own schusim. In other words, there's only a certain amount of merits that he has from all the, the maizim that he did. But Hashem says, I want to give him more. How can I give him more? Through giving me surah. But how does that work? So the way that it works is really not the actual suffering. Hashem doesn't really like to see a person suffer. Even a Russia, Hashem says, Kalani Meiroshi, Kalani Mizroi. Hashem says, Kaviochel, that when any of my children suffer, even in Russia, he says, Hashem says, I too suffer. When that person is suffering, his arm hurts, my arm hurts. When his head is aching, my head aches, Hashem says. Hashem says, Imoi Onoichi Betzara. Every pain that a yid goes through, Hashem says, I too am going through that pain. So, all the more so, it's adding. So, what's the idea? Shem doesn't want to make him suffer. But the answer is in one item, in one area. How does the person accept this suffering? That is the difference. That if the tzaddik was made to suffer and really knows that he should not be suffering, because he knows, he went through his actions, he sees there's no reason I should be suffering. But if he accepts this suffering with ahava. He accepts it, they're saying, this is Hashem making me suffer. And Hashem, if you're making me suffer, if you're giving me these hardships, if you're making my life difficult in this time, I accept it with full love from you. That acceptance of the love is all the schar. That's where the schar is for the tzaddik. When he accepts, when he's makabal, all of the asurim that Hashem sends his way, he's makabal pa'ava. That is where the schar is. Let me just conclude with something that Chavis Avavis writes in a different shar, shar cheshben anefesh. You know, with the Chavis Avavis in the third parak in the cheshben number 27. A cheshben ha 27th of the 30 cheshbenes. He says a beautiful pasuk in Tehillim. David HaMelech says, Kol Orchois Hashem Chesed Ve'emes L'noitzrei Brise Ve'edoisev All the ways of Hashem are Chesed Ve'emes They're either kindness or truth. L'noitzrei Brise to those who protect and guard the Brise of Hashem Hashem's Torah Ve'edoisev and His Mitzvahs What does it mean Chesed Ve'emes? 
Because any difficulties that come upon a person, if the person deserves it because they're to atone for a sin, then he emes. That's truthfulness. Hashem is true. Hashem is true. It's, he's exacting. He punishes a person because he deserves punishment. That's emes. So the ways of Hashem are emes. And if him he has cholos, and if it's not for a sin, so it's not MS, he doesn't deserve sin, this person. Oh, but it's Hashem giving an exchange program. He's exchanging, he's giving suffering to the person to give gemul hatoiv, to give great reward in the next world, by tolerating, accepting the Nisayan, then who chesed? Then it is chesed. Then Hashem says, I'm going to use my kindness to give you more schusim than you even have in this world. Every way of Hashem goes into one of two categories. Either chesed or emes. Is either emes because the person deserves it and it's a, an atonement or it's chesed. And Hashem says, I'm going to give you the ability to get even more schusim than you would ever be zeicha on your own, you temerit on your own. How? by being makabalit ba'ava, by accepting it. And in that piece, we don't have time to go into it now, in that piece he says that was the whole difference between Avram Avinu, who accepted every one of his challenges, ba'ava. He didn't question Hashem. Hashem sending me this way, sending me this challenge, with his wife, with his children, with his father, with leaving, with Nimrod, with the kings, with hunger, the list goes on. And each one, he accepted it as an aside from Hashem. And that's why he got his schar, says Chavis Avavis. As opposed to the Yidin, now we're reading the parashifts of the Yidin in, in, in the Midbar. And they had challenges. They did. They had challenges. But they didn't accept the challenges. After all the, Hashem had done, the good Hashem had done for them, and throw, shown them through Mitzrayim, all the miracles, through Yamsuf. And now in the Midbar, they have challenges. They have, don't have so much food, not so much water. And they complain. And they complain. Hashem says, that's the difference. Chavaz says, you know what the problem was? They didn't accept the Nisayin. So when a person accepts the Nisayin and he understands, that really doesn't even have to be the biggest tzaddik, but he knows, you know, I'm not such a terrible guy. <laughs> you know, I try my best, and the various that I do, I do tshuva. Why can I be getting this difficulty? Why can I have all of this terrible uh, suffering? And he realizes, you know what? Because Hashem is allowing me to suffer because he wants to see if I'm going to accept this suffering. And if I accept the suffering, that indeed is the exchange to give all the schusim for Elam Abba. We'll continue, Mr. Shem, tomorrow night with the next reason.